My name is Matt, and welcome to the Lessons I've Learned podcast. On today's episode, I have with me the photographer, Chris Rutman. Chris, how are you doing? Good. How are you, man? I'm doing pretty good as well. Pretty good as well. Um, first question that I sort of want to start off with that I ask everyone, what is the first lesson that you ever remember learning, whether it be something good or something not good? Ooh, that is tough. Let's see. Uh, first lesson that I ever learned, um, probably not to pick on people that are bigger than you, I'd say. <laughs> I mean, that's my first one, right? I'm a small guy. So I learned that pretty quick. And so I had to learn some other routes, whether it be humor or running really fast, I'd say. <laughs> yeah. Very good. Yeah. Was there a specific person that taught you that lesson or just like an older sibling or maybe even like a younger sibling? Yeah, I had a I had multiple older brothers, so, you know, they kind of watched out for me and taught me the ways and, you know, how to protect myself and stay safe at the same time, I'd say. Yeah. Very good. Um, I know that you are originally from Louisiana and that you came to Oklahoma during the Hurricane Katrina time. So what was that like? Um, Like what, what grade or how old were you in whenever that happened? Yeah, so... I'd say I was in sixth grade. I know that much. Um, I was definitely, I think that's like 12, I think. Um, so yeah. I was relatively young. Um, but yeah, it hit. And I just remember the main things I remember are us evacuating and being like on a highway that had speed limit signs of 80 miles an hour and everyone out of their cars, um, like taking pictures or you know, whatever, checking on the traffic just because everybody was evacuating and it was like a pure sand standstill on there. And that was really insane. Um, I'd say I remember moving to Oklahoma, which was a big culture shock, definitely. Mm -hmm. Very different because we were, you know, not too far out of New Orleans and it was very different. But I do remember everyone being super nice, which was really cool. It was a nice, uh, a nice welcoming. What made you guys choose Oklahoma? Um, so my family, my parents are in the military, or they're, they're retired now, but um, they were stationed in Oklahoma at one point, kind of for like the beginning of my life and, and before that. So my sister had stayed um, when they got, when they moved back to Louisiana. And so then it was a pretty easy we our main plan was to just go like hang out there until the hurricane was done, but um, hang out in Oklahoma. Yeah, and then after it hit, our house got pretty wrecked. Um, so mm-hmm. We just decided to you know pitch tent there. I guess is I don't know if that's a saying, but yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. How so? If if you were to move back, or if you guys would have moved back, how long would you have had? How long would you have been in Oklahoma before you would have been able to move back? Oh, man, that is I wish I knew. I really wish I knew. Um, I was in sixth grade. So like looking back, I know that I definitely didn't grasp how serious it was compared to now looking back. So I was more right. worried about, you know, making friends and playing video games and ridiculous things that, you know, not, you know, I, I didn't keep track and think about the future very much back then. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. What What was your favorite thing about Louisiana that sort of um, was one thing that you really missed whenever you left? Mm. Oh, man. There's quite a few things. Obviously, the food, which 
Well, okay, let me rephrase. Family, of course. Okay, family. <laughs> so terrible. It's so terrible. That's how You're like, let's just edit that out. <laughs> family. Family's number one. Yeah, no, that's how good Louisiana food is, though. But no, definitely family. Um, I miss seeing them more than anything. But then um, funny things or lighter things, I guess, would be, uh, you know, food and, um, yeah, food and family, really. That's that's Very good. really what I miss from you. Awesome. And then do you still go back now? I have. Yeah, I've gone back and visited. I, I need to go much more than I do. Um, but I've been multiple times in the past couple of years. And it's nice to see everyone and, you know, get a taste. It's cool because we go down to the French Quarter and, you know, my brother and because I was too young to go visit down there when I was young. Mm-hmm. So now once I turned 21, I was able to go back and it was cool to not go to the touristy spots um, being older, right? Rather being like, you don't want to go to Bourbon Street, you don't want to go to this, you want to go to this, you know, Fremont or whatever it would be. And we would go to the cool jazz bars that were just right be better than all the absurd people on uh, Bourbon Street. I'm sure it's a much different experience going back now than when you were leaving when you were in sixth grade. Yeah, absolutely. I couldn't do much when I was, you know, that age. So I was right. at my parents' will. Um, but yeah, definitely going back now, it's it's fantastic. I, and I can't wait to go back again. I'm, I'm very excited. Very cool. Yeah. Um, so, so growing up sort of in Hera, um, I know that your older sister, or I believe she's your sister, that yeah. she owns a photography studio. Yeah. Um, was that sort of what got you into photography? Like, where did your path lead to photography? How did you get into it? Yeah, for sure. So my sister and my dad... And uh, one of their close friends, Gravely, um, or my sister's close friend, they actually started a studio when I was 15, when I was here. Um, They opened it up in Choctaw. And so I was, you know, started off mowing the lawn in front of it. And then I slowly became an assistant. And then I would become a, you know, secretary at times. And then I would, I started shooting once I turned, once I got into high school, I started shooting. and yeah, they, she taught me everything. She's fantastic. She specializes in like newborn photography and it is mm-hmm. a true, she's like a true master of her craft. It's absurd. It's crazy how good she is. So what, now that you are pursuing photography full-time as your career, like when did that sort of spark in your head that this was something that you A, wanted to do and B, that you had the skill to do? Yeah. So, I mean, I try not to listen to what people say now, which like um, as much. But when I was shooting, uh, starting out, you know, people would say nice things and, you know, your ego just goes like, oh, maybe I can do this. And I kind of and also college was not very fun. I'll be honest. Like, what did you go to college for? I went for mass communication. So, okay. Yeah. And so what, like, did you, when you first sort of took this step from high school into college, was photography on your mind at all? Or you were like, I'm just going to do mass communications. Like, what was that like? Yeah, it was actually, it definitely was in my mind. Um, cause I took some like film classes in college that were really fun and I found those super uh, intriguing, but I, I kind of, it was like, I don't know. It was, I definitely took some and it was interesting. Um, and I was looking at it more when I was in college for like, oh, what can I take for myself? You know what I mean? Not so much business. For sure. Um, but it was like, I want to just take some cool stuff of 
you know, whatever it may be. Um, so I would say, yeah, I, I originally, yeah, a little bit of both. Very cool. So yeah. you, at, at what point did you move from mass communications to pursuing photography full time? Um, so I was working at uh, my sister's studio and college was not going well. I'll say that much. Like I was just, I just didn't want to do it, you know? And then a position opened up at our studio where um, I could take and become a full-time shooter. And I knew that I'd be shooting things that weren't necessarily my passion or, you know, whatever you want to call it that I wasn't super into, but I was like, well, that's a way to get a camera in my hands and practice makes perfect. And I'm done with college. So, you know, let's give it a shot. And, and my sister was so helpful and able to teach me so much that, yeah, it was, it was pretty great. Couldn't have had a better person to start you out over top, you know? So when you say shooting some things that necessarily weren't your passion, like what, like what were those things? Uh, the things that weren't or the things that are? The things that were not really what yeah. you wanted to shoot, maybe necessarily. I mean, like, it's tough because there were moments that were awesome with like kids. I mean, kids are awesome. Like, and I had some amazing photo shoots. I'd say like 90%. Um, were like awesome, you know, but then you had those ones that would just make you, you know, it wouldn't go well. And so it just kind of bummed you out. And, you know, when you shoot things that you are passionate about, you know, you're so excited that you will do whatever it takes to make it go well. And I didn't really sure. have the abilities with, cause they run the show. <laughs> like, I mean, you're taking right, yeah. a four month old child and if they're hungry, like that's, you're done. <laughs> that's up to them at that point. They're going to cry until they get fed, you know? Right. So, yeah. So you said that your sister is a master of the newborn photography. Like what, what is this, like, what does a master in that look like? Like what makes someone good at that? Oh, I mean, I'd say everything. The main thing would be time and, and caring, right? Like she, she truly loves it. And that's, that's all it is. Like, she loves it and she's been practicing and she tries to better herself at all times, which is what, what I think kind of it takes to, to become that. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? For sure. For sure. What is, um, so you sort of mentioned some things that you've not really enjoyed shooting. What is something that you love to shoot? Yeah. I know this sounds like really basic, but I really just enjoy like cool and I don't want to use the word dope because it's terrible. It's that's such a bad. I don't want to be like I love uh, dope, but like I've got to you know like <laughs> it's so bad. It's so bad. But you know I've got to shoot with like Coach Stoops, and I've got I'm I just finished up a, a shoot with like Lucky Star Casino, um, and then mm-hmm. anything that my brother reaches out and says, "Hey, I want to print on my wall in my bedroom of like a cigar glass with." Uh, or yeah, or sorry, a whiskey glass with a cigar on top of it. And like, I get to create that. And I think those sure. two things. Are, so, you know, it's, it's, I'd say anything that I find cool that interests me, I really enjoy. For sure. What, um, what's like your dream shoot? Like if you were able to shoot anything right now, um, what would it be? It's so tough. There's so many. 
I, I really want to shoot like I'd love to shoot behind the scenes on a big film on a big big movie. I think that would be very, cool. um, you know, I think music videos behind the scenes are very cool. Um, I'd love to travel and create a bunch of like big prints of just mm-hmm. amazing destinations. That and that's like the most beautiful thing about photography for me is that you can kind of go so many avenues um, that you can do and. Yeah, so there's there's a ton. That's just a few of the ones that I'd be excited to do. Would you say the amount of avenues and like the different ways it can go, would you say that's your favorite thing about it? Or is there something else that might be your favorite thing? About photography? Mm-hmm. Um, it's definitely up there. Like the fact that every day is different for the most part is really, really nice. It's really nice. I don't enjoy kind of which I need to get better at like morning routines and nightly routines and things. But, you know, as far as like, we all. yeah, yeah. But as far as like a big chunk of the day, I, I like it. Not, not, not knowing, but you know, something different. Yeah. I do love that. Um, and then just, it, it's just different. And it's, it's, it's a product that can like bring something different than say, uh, a job that you need or a product that you have to have, right? If that, does that make any sure. sense? Yeah, it's you, you, if you, if you have to have something like food or water, you sort of have to have it out of necessity, but right. a skill that you don't have to have out of necessity, I feel like it opens up all these different colors. You can find right. things and take something away from it because you don't have yeah. to have it. You have it because you get to or because you want to. Right. Yeah, I agree with that. What is, what is your least favorite thing about photography? Mm. That's so tough. Um, Maybe just like something that you don't like about it. Maybe it doesn't have to be least favorite. Yeah. I don't, I I feel bad whenever like, because like whenever, whenever people are down on themselves, it's unfortunate. Like, because it, you know what I mean? Like, which, and I totally get it because I get the same way. When I have my photos taken, if there's 60 to choose from, I'm probably going to like two or three. Uh, So it's totally like understandable and not a thing where I'm like annoyed at them or anything, but it's like, it's tough. And it's like, I get it. And that's unfortunate. And then I only bring that up because it's happened recently and it's all fresh on my mind. There's probably other things. I mean, whenever you get behind and you, you know, stare at a computer for several seven hours six hours at a time that could be rough at times you know um for sure no i know exactly what it is i don't like that my i'm relying on technology like Mm. anything a computer a hard drive a camera whatever could possibly go wrong like murphy's law kind of thing and it's like i'm out of control at that point absolutely and that is actually the most frustrating easy yeah absolutely i um i had an experience about a year or so ago um where i was filming something on my camera as well as on my phone so i had two different versions of things that were happening and the shoot lasted about an hour and a half um and this was the stuff i was filming was going to be used for social content Mm -hmm. so i filmed for about an hour and a half um, on both my camera and my phone, I go out, I'm sitting in the car and I'm on my camera and I was like, okay, I want to like go through the footage and just like look over some of the stuff. 
And it was almost as if my body was on autopilot. I went into the menu and I formatted the memory card. And it was like, I, it was one of those situations where I was outside of my body watching this person doing this ridiculous thing. Yeah. And immediately like my stomach sank and the person I was filming it for, I told them right then I was like, Hey, this is what happened, but I got good stuff on my phone and it'll work. And they were like, okay. Um, and to this day, that's never happened again. And that's never going to happen ever again. Hopefully not. Hopefully it won't happen again. Um, but yeah, it's like you, like once it happens, you can't do anything with it. Mm -hmm. Like, um, and it, and it's, it's this sort of scary thing, like moving a memory card over or shooting something. And then all of a sudden, like the other day I filmed something and we got the memory cards back and not only mine, but the other person, their memory card, like neither of them worked. And thank goodness we didn't have to use it, but it's like, sometimes things just happen that you have no control over in it. Um, and I mean, it, it's going to happen less times than it doesn't, but it's still, um, yeah, the, the, the electronic stuff sometimes freaks me out as well. Yeah. It's definitely, yeah, definitely my least favorite. Just, yeah. Causes some anxiety in the back of your head. Would you, so would you say that filming things with other, well, not filming things with other, with other people, but, um, photographing other people, would you say that that has sort of like built up your confidence as well? Mm, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Not, not necessarily. That's something that I'm working on right now. I'm trying to, mm -hmm. you know, I, I think when I was younger, which I don't know if you remember, but I was pretty rough. I, I had like, it wasn't, it wasn't even confidence. It was like cockiness and like just all that. So I like tried to do like an ego death kind of thing and mm -hmm. try to rebuild back like normal person confidence rather than like this, just completely blind and um, not even like delusional confidence is what I used to have. So I'm, I'm on my track now of uh, bringing it back up. So uh, I don't, I don't, I haven't thought about it that way really, but possibly it could be. So what is, what's something that like photography has taught you? Ooh. Maybe even about yourself, about other people. Yeah. I would say to slow down. You know what I mean? Um, every time that I'm rushing and uh, in, in pr preparation, you know, you got to you got to prep and you got to slow down. Um, I have a I have like this business coach and I was talking to him about how I got to do all this stuff. And he was like, well, you just got to get there X amount early and you have to carry each thing one by one. And that's that. And I was like. So yeah, prep and slow down. And ever since, and anytime I start to get frazzled or anything, I just kind of, you know, take a deep breath and go, all right, I'm going to slow down. Or if I'm frazzled beforehand, I'm like, okay, I need to prep a little more. And those things kind of ease it in. But yeah, those are, and you can apply sure. it in real life, I think. Yeah. Well, and it's like, if you like, I'm really bad at when I get sort of in my head and just sort of in this tunnel vision, just sort of feeling stuck. And not realizing like, okay, I need to just take five steps. Let me just do that first step. Mm. Once that first step is done, then I can go to that second step. But don't like, don't think of, oh, well, I have all this stuff I have to do. Like, just think of like, okay, what's my next thing I have to do? Yeah, I, I totally agree with that for sure. 
as you, so you've been doing photography now full time for how long? I'd say I'm probably approaching four years, I bet. Okay. Yeah. Um, I mean, and s- I, when I worked at the at my sister's studio, I was fully shooting and fully editing my stuff. But uh, yeah, as of four, three to four years ago, I bet I've been fully, you know, taking care of every uh, facet. And so what was that like sort of stepping out from working under the umbrella of a company to you're creating your own umbrella? Yeah, it was interesting. It was very, very interesting. It had scary moments. It had exciting moments, a a mix of everything, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, but just the freedom of being able to kind of um, manicure what you want to do and kind of you know, hone in on, I mean, I think it's nice, which I know it it comes off as like a little selfish, but there's something about being able to just do what you want, especially Mm. in a career path. That is really nice. If you weren't doing photography, what do you think would be your other job that you might would be doing? That is so tough. That is so tough because I've been doing something along of, you know, I've been in the game you could say for sure for, like fit, for no not for like 11 years mm-hmm. 12 so it's really tough i mean honestly i would probably try to do podcasting and whatnot like mm-hmm. i think that's super fun um it's great but that i know i would probably be doing another job at some point because it's hard to just jump straight in having bukus of money doing podcasts. absolutely absolutely yeah. Um, so what is some advice that you would give to somebody if they are wanting to take that step to pursue, um, some sort of creative field full time or sort of start up their own business? I'd say get a game plan, you know, get a game plan because, uh, like we talked about earlier, like doing things, uh, I heard a good thing about a guy who said he raises cats so that he can feed his and take care of his dogs. And it's a really cool saying because it's like when I left, I shot real estate photography. Uh, just I went, I mean, I went to every office. I did presentations. I dropped business cards. I cold emailed, cold, you know, all that because I knew that if I could get that rolling, it would kind of lead me into a, a path of where I would have enough money for all my bills and all my whatever I need. And then once I got secure enough and built up all the other sections of photography, I would be able to, um, yeah, I would be able to transition easily, right? So a nice game plan. Um, I, I that's for me. I'm I'm a little bit more scared than most. Some people are like, I'm packing up and I'm moving here and I'm going for it. And it's like that's cool, but I'm the kind of guy that was like. Well, what am I going to do for food? I need to like book some things I know I can book to support that, you know. For sure. So then um sort of looking at the not freelance side and just at the passion side. Let's say that you have somebody who just like wants to get better at photography. Like what's a skill that you think they could they could do or a thing they could do to maybe better their photography skills? Yeah, I mean if they're just starting, I would say First off, I would say try to find a mentor would be cool. Um, you can pay for them, but there's also people that would just want to be nice, which is an awesome option. 
Um, and then the second thing would be shoot as much as you can. And whether it's you're laying in bed um, and just like, you know, clicking around and trying to make the image as well as you can on the back of your camera. Um, I know that when I started a, a game that my that my sister and her uh, partner would play is they would get the camera and just completely wreck all the settings. And then they would just hand it to me and be like, all right, fix it. And so I'd have to look. That's cool. Yeah. And, and I was like, that was honestly like one of the most helpful training. That That's a, that's a, that's a really good idea. Cause yeah. it like, sometimes you just need to know what to do just by looking at it. Yeah. And, and I would practice that and they just destroy everything, hand it to me. And then they'd like be like, all right, come on, come on. So it kind of gave me pressure to be like, okay, shutter, F stop. I, For sure. White balance, you know, and I'd be just messing with it all, trying to figure it out. And I loved that. I was like, that is the coolest training tip I've ever experienced or heard of. Yeah, that's a really good idea. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, that's that's a good idea. Um out, outside of photography, what like what is something that you like to fill your time with? What is a hobby that you like to do? I love a lot. I mean, when I'm I love I live alone. I really like to just hang out kind of at my house, watch, you know, obviously the very basic things of watching, you know, movies and whatnot. But I, I play, I play video games with my friends and it's cool. so funny. We're almost 30 and we all have like our headphones on with our microphones and we're like, he's on the right, he's on the right. And <laughs> it's like, that's awesome. Yeah. I mean, like six hours ago, you know, my mechanical engineering friend is, you know, saying, oh, we need to do that million dollar, you know, whatever it is. And then right. but he's getting beat by a 12 year old and freaking, you know, <laughs> it's, you can't beat it. It's, it's so that's awesome. Yeah. What game are you currently playing right now? Oh gosh. I was playing Call of Duty quite a bit. Um, you know, we're, we're about to try to play some Grand Theft Auto, which is like, okay, it's very fun. You know, yeah, we want to do little missions and things. And it's, it sounds so bad. I wish I, um, I, no. I, I have this guilty pleasure of loving Grand Theft Auto. I just, there's yeah. something that is so ridiculous about it that makes it so much fun. Like, you know, and you, yeah, I, I like driving, like I'll get a car and just drive in the mountains and oh, like, like for sure. And I think that's a good time. Like, you know, for sure. I'm yeah. Like, just like, just, just doing the most ridiculous stuff. And it's like, what am I even doing here? Yeah. I've been driving around on these streets for like 30 minutes. Yeah, like for sure. It's definitely a guilty pleasure. That's the perfect way. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. A, a guilty pleasure. I am, I am ready for, um, I mean, I'm, I'm ready for either Grand Theft Auto five on the, on the Nintendo switch, which I don't think will ever happen because I, I just have a switch and I, I, I'd love some other system, but right now that's all that I've got. Mm -hmm. um, or Grand Theft Auto 6. I'm ready for whenever they decide to take money out of their current moneymaker that has been going on for however long Four, now, maybe wow. six or seven years. How long has Grand Theft Auto 5 been out? I think you're right. I think it's like seven years. Yeah, so it's like I'm I'm sure they have no plans for the near future of doing a Grand Theft Auto 6, but yeah. looking at what Grand Theft Auto 5 is and seeing what Grand Theft Auto 6 could be, I'm very excited to see where it goes. It could be amazing. And to show how long it's been out, um, I have a friend who still has it on PS4, and he still plays it every now and then on PS4, and I'm like, dude, they've made, you know, it's like, it's just crazy to me that you can still play it on consoles from forever ago, you know? And for sure. Yeah, it, yeah. 
Um, so, so Chris, sort of closing up here, I just want to ask you, what is a lesson that you are currently learning about yourself? Um, I would say there's like a, there's a Chinese proverb about maybe, and, and I don't want to butcher it, but it's basically instead of coming to conclusions and saying, oh yeah, that's going to be bad or, oh yeah, that's going to be great. And just kind of saying, maybe could be good, could be bad, you know, and that way you're not so attached or mm. in, attached to the good feeling to where if it goes bad, you're upset uh, or attached to the bad feeling to where leading up to it, you're anxious the whole time. So I've been trying to work on saying maybe, and then also hoping for the best is kind of what I've For sure. For sure. That's a good, um, that's a good proverb. What, um, how do you, how do you stay attached to the maybe I'm someone that I can tell myself maybe, but deep down I'm like, Oh no, it will be good. How do you stay focused on the maybe and less in the sky? I, I think I've had, I've, I've had this thing from the universe where every time I have like a big photo shoot, um, and I'm excited about it. And I tell everyone I know, anyone I come into contact with, I'm at subway and I'm like, Hey, I got this thing coming, you know, like not really, but you know, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Guaranteed every single time they reschedule or they cancel every time. And then I've noticed ones where I get the offer and I say, I'd love to. And they're like, all right, it's set. And then I'm like, okay, maybe it'll work. Maybe it'll happen. I hope it happens. Who knows though? And then I don't tell people and then it ends up happening almost every time I feel like or more time the best is when you tell that person at subway it gets canceled you go back to subway a week later and they're like how did the shoot go and you're like it got canceled yeah exactly exactly yeah probably had people like that happen yeah yeah for sure um i also wanted to ask you real quick you are um an upcoming project is that you are going to be doing prints of your photography right Yes. So, so are, are these specific things that you have seeked out to make prints of or like, what are you doing your prints of? It's, it's really, truly when I'm out and about, and I have my camera in my hand and I see something. Okay. Look, this is actually a prime example. This is one I made for my house, which this is just like an old basketball goal at night that I thought was cool. And so, and, and I know it's not that deep and or anything, but it's literally just when I have my, which I'm, which I plan on going out and actually shooting for fun more, which is the whole mm-hmm. goal of this. Because whenever you start focusing on money and all that, you tend to lose the fun parts of it. So my goal is for sure. these prints so that I can start having some, a lot of fun again, you know, or some. Very cool. Yeah. Very cool. Um, so can people find those at your website, chrispaulretman.com? Like where, where will be the best place for people to find out that information? And do you have a date that people could be on the lookout for that for? Um, I would say they could, they could stay updated more on like uh, my Instagram, which is Chris Paul photos. Um, but because the website isn't quite ready, I'm working with a, a website designer now and I'm planning on having it done hopefully in the next, you know, three months would be the goal. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I would say if you follow any of my socials, then I'll be posting updates, especially once I get to it, you know, once it's okay. rolling. Very awesome. Yeah. Um, so just sort of going over your socials again, your Facebook, Chris Paul Retman photos, and then your Instagram is Chris Paul photos Are both of those. Correct. 
I believe so. The the Facebook okay. might be photography instead of photos, but I'm sure it would still like pop up pop up on, you know, similar okay. stages or whatever. But yeah, it's perfect. And then website, chrispaulretman.com. New website coming in the future, but current website still active, still good to go. Yep, it's good to go. Very very awesome. Um, Well, Chris, thank you so much for joining me today. I I love just like talking to people that are excited about what they're doing. And um, I can definitely tell that you are one of those people. So thank you so much for joining me today. Yeah, thank you. And and I'm really excited to... Uh, tag along on your journey with these podcasts, man. You're doing great. Thank you so much. 